Thanks for joining me here on Conversations for Yoga Teachers. I'm your host, Karen Fabian, the founder of Bare Bones Yoga and the creator of the Momentum Magic Method, the way to become a confident yoga teacher who seamlessly shares cues and easily creates sequences, whose classes are transformational, not just transactions, who understands anatomy and who shares their passion in a unique and authentic way. Here on the podcast, you'll hear anatomy lessons, stories from teachers, interviews with others in the field, and a dose of personal growth because having a strong, healthy mindset is such an important piece of being a confident teacher. In addition to the podcast, follow me on Instagram and TikTok for daily videos on teaching topics. And I've got two more ways you can build your confidence and skill. Join me weekly for my mini masterclass and teaching clinic, a 30-minute teacher-only themed yoga class, followed by a teaching lesson. Just DM me the words masterclass invite. And I'm also excited to tell you about my new invitation-only group called The Empowerment Club, an exclusive community for yoga teachers who want to feel confident and make a bigger impact. Membership is free and includes weekly workshops, private audio lessons, private Facebook group, and special offers on programs. DM me the words Empowerment Club for your application. Thanks for taking the time to listen today. Hi there. Welcome to Conversations for Yoga Teachers. I'm your host, Karen Fabian, and this is episode 277. I am recording this on January 11th, 2024, and this goes live on January 15th, 2024. And I want to welcome you again to the show in the new year. <clears throat> I think this is, I'll have to look back, this is probably my fourth or fifth year of podcasting, maybe fourth, I'll have to look back. But um, you could see 277 episodes. I've been talking for a long time. So I heard this funny thing the other day that this is around the time that people stop adhering to their New Year's resolutions. <clears throat> and while, you know, I'm not really here to talk about general New Year's resolutions, mostly things about you as a yoga teacher, I'd be curious to see if you had started out this year with energy towards <clears throat> a particular way of being that you'd like to bring more into your classes. If you wanted to set your sights on learning a new skill or learning some new information that would help you be a better teacher. I'm kind of curious to see where things are at with you. And again, you can always email me or I'm sorry, you can always DM me on Instagram. I'm going to keep reminding you of that because I know for myself, when I walk the dog and listen to podcasts, um, a lot of times I want to correspond with the podcaster, but I have no way to do it. <clears throat> no easy way, at least. And I always think, you know, if that person would just remind me of their Instagram handle, I could just go on their Instagram because I'm already listening to the podcast on my phone. And that would be a super quick way to literally get in touch with them or leave them my thoughts or give them a question that I have as I'm listening. I mean, you can even keep listening to the podcast when you go over to texting on your phone. It doesn't stop the podcast. So I just encourage you as you're listening, you can go to my Instagram, Bare Bones Yoga, and leave me DMs and let me know what is coming up for you, what questions you have. Like that is a great way for us to really, 
you know, sort of keep in touch and make your listening to the show a little more interactive than just sort of the flat scenario of just taking in the information. I want this to be as valuable as possible to you. So think about when you listen to my podcast, this is now investing in you and your growth as a teacher. And to get the most out of it, if you write me and share questions that have come up, then I can get back to you and we can start to have some really meaningful back and forth. And that's going to help you leverage the time you're spending listening like triple fold. So having said that, I want to start out by um, just speaking to something that I brought up a couple of weeks ago, which is my new group for yoga teachers called the Empowerment Club. So first of all, if you're listening and you're in this club, I see you and I absolutely love that you're in this group. I let go intentionally of a 2000 plus group I had on Facebook because there was little to no interaction. And I don't think that was because of the people. I think it was because of the Facebook algorithm. And so I decided this year, if I'm going to run a Facebook group, I want it to be a value to people. And for it to be a value, I want to hear from them. I want to get questions. I want to have some interaction going. Because again, that's how something turns from a flat sort of thing to a dynamic sort of thing. And in that dynamic nature is exchange, is conversation. I mean, that's why I call this podcast Conversations for Yoga Teachers, because it's in those interactions that you grow as a teacher. So since I started the group about three weeks ago, I think we're up to about 60 yoga teachers and people are definitely commenting and interacting and liking the different things that are being posted, which is fabulous. And the other feature that somebody commented on that they were so surprised about is that I post videos literally corresponding with questions that teachers have brought up or things that they have set for themselves as goals when they fill out the admission questions to get into the group. And somebody commented the other day, I can't believe you're reading our question, our answers to the questions to get into the group. That's so sweet of you. And I wrote back and I said, look, I have those admission questions there because that's how I know about you before you join the group. And I specifically wrote out the questions to be thought provoking, to give you an opportunity to think about some really important topics and to give me an opportunity to see what you're looking for so I can make your time in the group so much more valuable. So I call it the empowerment club because all this year, my word is empowerment. And it's all about, in my work with yoga teachers, helping you feel more empowered, stopping all this leaking of power that is happening over and over and over again in ways that I bet you don't even realize. And in some ways that I bet you do realize. And so my whole mission has like laser focused shifted to that one thing, helping yoga teachers feel more empowered. You know, on a scale of one to 10, empowered is like a hundred and confident is like, you know, maybe like an eight empowered is such a more impactful word compared to confident confidence okay but empowered is even better because you can feel confident and still be giving your power away to different people you think you should have, that have authority over you or processes or beliefs and that sort of thing and still feel empowered but when you're empowered 
you're just not taking any bullshit, right? You're driving the car. You're not being a follower. You could give two fucks if people follow you on Facebook or not. Like this is the energy. And when you go in to teach your classes, you're crystal clear on what your mission is for what you're going to do. You're not swayed by, you know, people who want to hijack the theme of your class because they have a particular interest in diverting the focus of the class to them. You're not swayed by people in the front row who are grandstanding or showboating, you know, intentionally or not intentionally. You're not going into your classes and using other people's cues. You're not going to take class from somebody else and be triggered by the way they teach because you're comparing you to them when you're taking class. You're just not doing any of those things because you are completely 100% empowered. Now, it definitely takes some work to get there. It is so possible for you and you know when I work with you one-on-one -on -one, if we have an opportunity to do that, I will 100% call you on the times where you are giving your power away and I'll do it with a lot of just, you know, uh, you know, I guess I want to say love and support. I don't mean love in a romantic way of course, but just support. I will do it in a way, in a gentle way and not in a way that says it's my way or the highway, I'm right and you're wrong, more in an inquiry way. Like what would be possible if you experimented with XYZ instead of continuing to do what you're doing now that's causing you to have ABC sort of negative feeling. Like this is my approach. It's never to say this is the way it has to be. Uh, and if you don't do it that way, you're you're wrong. So empowered, empowered, empowered. Like that is the word. So the Empowerment Club is up and running. I have an amazing group of teachers in there. If you want to join the Empowerment Club, send me a DM on Instagram with the word Empowerment Club and I'll send you the link to join. Uh, the other thing I want to let you know, when you go on my Instagram, you know, I had, and I'm going to tell you about this later today in this episode, I had a really amazing email from a yoga teacher this week after my workshop where I shared some of my, it's not even my new teaching methodology. It's really looking at the method I've been using to train yoga teachers through the lens of the benefits that they've told me they've received and the transformations that they share with me that they are experiencing as they're in the program. And so I pulled all that together in a quick 10 minute video, and you can get to that right off my Instagram profile. It's called the secret to confident teaching. So just take a look at that video and I sort of peel back the curtain on what yoga teachers have been experiencing in their work with me. And it is possible for you too. And it is 100% in the bucket of feeling more empowered. And um, the other thing I wanted to say is when you do watch that video, there is a call to action at the end around enrolling in my program. And because you're hearing this on the show right now, if you DM me the words, podcast offer, there's a special offer for you as a podcast listener to enroll in the program. So I wanted to let you know about that as well. Now on the 17th of this month, I am going to be offering something I've never offered before that is going to be so special and just off the hook. And it is 100% dedicated to you and your health and you as a yoga teacher and your mind health, your brain health, your, you know, movement health. 
and I'm calling it a self-care seminar for yoga teachers where, where we will be focusing on movement, method, and mindset. And so there'll be a 30-minute yoga class just for teachers with tons of anatomy-based cues. Teachers are loving my teaching style here that I'm using in my uh, weekly workshops, which are mini master classes with teaching clinics. And I'm going to do a 30-minute one of those. So you're going to learn a whole bunch about the anatomy behind the cues. I'm then going to guide you through a meditation focused on setting your vision for the year. We're then going to talk about some mindset traps that yoga teachers fall into. And I'm going to share with you how to kind of move past these mindset traps. And then I'm going to talk about method. So sequencing methodology that I teach, uh, cueing methodology that I teach. So this is, I mean, I could charge a lot for this, but I'm doing it for free as a start of the year benefit to you. So if you want to come to this, it's on Wednesday, January 17th at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Just send me a DM and let me know you want the invite to the self-care seminar and I'll send it to you. And then the other thing is, I don't know if you know this, I probably haven't talked about it too much, but I've taught children's yoga for almost 15 years at this point. I actually started the first children's yoga program at the Baptiste Studios in Cambridge, which was his flagship studio when he opened studios in, in Boston. And I've taught teachers for many, many years. I was raised by a school teacher and I've created my own methodology for teaching children. And I, over the years, have developed relationships with almost every library in Boston, with preschools, with regular elementary schools, high schools, nonprofits, um, and created contracts with all sorts of different entities and taught kids yoga in lots of different places. During the pandemic, I created um, a pod, a preschool pod program for a whole bunch of kids in Boston in different neighborhoods that were taken out of school because of not that they had COVID, but because when the schools were shut down and ran this program for 18 months uh, out of people's homes where I traveled and, and worked with preschool kids. So I have a lot of experience with kids and teaching them even more than yoga, but yoga is obviously the main thing. And I've noticed over the past couple of weeks that a whole bunch of people on my mailing list are asking me about help around teaching children. They either want to get into it or they're doing it now and they want to save time prepping their lesson plans. They want to come up with more creative ideas for teaching kids. They want to grow their repertoire of teaching gigs. They don't know how to write contracts to get jobs. They don't know where to look to get jobs. So I am going to do a two-hour children's yoga teaching experience. And it's going to be on Saturday, January 20th from 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern time. And I'm going to give away so much to save you time and to help you earn money in this that I'm actually going to charge for this because I'm giving you literally contract formats that I've used to get work. I'm giving you proposal sample that I've used to get work. And I'm talking like classes where I was charging almost $200 a class. 
So this is going to be a paid experience, but you are going to walk away with a whole bunch of new ideas for teaching kids, ways to better explain the benefits of children's yoga to parents, to school teachers, to administrators, uh, contract templates, a um, whole format of how you could write a proposal to get a job teaching children's yoga. And a whole bunch of resources that I've used over and over and over again that absolutely work with children. And so if you are teaching kids and you want to come to this workshop, it is, like I said, Saturday, January 20th from 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern time. You're gonna get all the bonuses that I just outlined for you. So these are tangible takeaways that you will leave this workshop with. Plus of course, the replay to download. The cost is $199. Now this is something that like if you go on the Yoga Alliance website and you sign up for a quote unquote children's yoga teacher training, they're thousands of dollars. So in two hours for basically a hundred bucks an hour, you're gonna walk away with stuff that you can use to actually go out and earn 200 bucks in probably one class. So this is like a total slam dunk. So again, DM me on Instagram if you wanna come to that. Okay, so I wanna just take a look here at the next thing I wanted to tell you. All right, so this is what I'm calling a silver bullet story. And I'll explain what that means in a moment. I shared a silver bullet story with you in the episode last week, and this is gonna be kind of a regular thing because I want to share these nuggets of wisdom that other teachers have arrived at with you as evidence of what is possible for you. I mean, this is like, <laughs> this is so important and no one else is teaching stuff like this. Like all of these teacher trainings that are just like, open your brain, let me dump in all this knowledge. That's not working. It's not working for teachers. Like teachers need to be guided to these revelations that allow them to see that what they're doing is not working for them and there's a better way. And they need to come at that decision, not because someone is telling them this is the right way and this is the wrong way, but through their own revelation. So I sometimes call those light bulb moments. And you've, I'm sure you've heard that metaphor. Someone's like, oh my God, the light bulb is over my head and I totally get it. This is what I'm talking about. So when I taught my workshop last night, the, the mini masterclass and teaching clinic, the focus of the 15 minute teacher lesson was on building a sequence. And I shared my own very unique methodology for building a yoga sequence. Like I promise you, you have never heard the way I teach sequence building. And it is way different and so much easier than the stuff that you've been doing and hearing. And so typically when I share it with people, I see them on the Zoom. I see them writing furiously. They're taking tons of notes. And I almost always get questions about it. Unlike other things, people tend to be kind of quiet, but I always get questions about this. And it's because what I'm saying is like a light bulb moment for people. They're just like, oh my God, I can't believe it could be this easy to create sequences. So I taught the workshop and I'm not going to go into my whole methodology right now. Um, if you do want to learn it, send me a DM and I'll send you the sequence video. Cause I have a standalone 20 minute video that I break down my methodology so I can send that to you. And so I go through the whole thing and 
after, like not even 20 minutes after I get this email from one of the yoga teachers there, her name is Linda. So Linda, if you're listening, yes, this is you. You're going to recognize yourself in the story. And she writes me this email and she's like, Karen, oh my God, I am so excited that I came to your workshop and I heard how you laid out creating a sequence. I am going to go into my classes this week and next week. And I am absolutely going to experiment with this. Like, thank you so much. A million exclamation points. And so I want you to notice her use of the word experiment. She didn't say, I'm going to do this. She didn't say, oh my God, you taught me the right way to build sequences and what I was doing was wrong. She said experiment. And the reason she used the word experiment is because that's in my silver bullet motto, my silver bullet statement, my silver bullet philosophy, which is your confidence is not going to be found in the number of hours that you train. It's going to be revealed to you in your willingness to experiment with new ways of showing up in your classes. So in this example, this teacher had a certain approach to sequencing that she knew in her heart was not working for her. She came to my workshop. I laid out clearly what my sequencing methodology is and why I built it the way I built it and what other teachers have experienced who have implemented it. And she, in that moment, saw the value and was curious enough about the opportunity for her to use it that she said to me, I'm going to try this out. And she used the word experiment. And, and so I want you to appreciate that if you are willing and open to experimenting with different ways of doing things, there are so many transformations that are out there just waiting to bestow themselves upon you. But if you continue to be rigid, if you continue to listen to the person who owns the studio telling you this is the way to do it, the girls that you run into after class, the other teachers who say, oh, this is the way we do it. The people in the Facebook groups who say, oh, this is the way it has to be done. If you continue to listen to those voices and at the same time, you're experiencing um, a lack of confidence, getting tripped up in your sequences, forgetting your sequences, feeling really nervous, letting your students run the class, like all of these other signs and symptoms that you're not on the right track but you continue to listen to all, this is where there is a problem that needs to be fixed. And so just keep that in mind. And, and if you go to my Instagram and watch the secret of confident teaching, that is the moral of that video, that your confidence is not going to be found in the hours of training that you do. I have teachers enroll in my program. They have hundreds of hours of training and they're very nervous teaching and they have all sorts of other issues. So it's not, ours is not it. It's not it. So that's the silver bullet story for this week. Now, the other topic I wanted to bring up, and this inspired me from Natalie. And Natalie, I know she listens regularly. So she's going to be like, oh my God, she's talking about me. Um, when I, Natalie is in my program. And when we had a call this week, she, I was asking her a little bit about where does she want to go from here? Because we had reached the end of the three months of her being in my program. And so I was asking her like, well, what's the next step for you? And when she enrolled in my program, she already had experience teaching. So she was really looking for some specific things when she enrolled. And she said to me, I, I kind of saw her eyes light up and she kind of a little bit, you know, sheepishly 
sheepishly said, well, I think I want to do some workshops. And then, and again, Natalie, if you're listening, like sending you hugs. And then she said, but there's all these other people in my studio where I teach and they just have all this knowledge about X, Y, and Z topics. There's this woman who knows blah, blah, blah. And this woman who's doing the yada, yada. And this woman's doing a workshop on blah, blah, blah. And I don't really know what I could do. Like, I don't really know what to offer. And so the first thing I want you to appreciate is like, I get it. It is human nature to compare ourselves to others. And at the same time, there is such a huge opportunity for us as soon as we hear ourselves doing that to say, no, I am not going there. I am not listening to that part of you ego. So no, thank you. I'm not listening to you now. I am focusing on me and what value I can add. That's what I'm focusing on. So that's number one, like that self-care, self-talk kind of thought reversal process you can do. And I would encourage you to do it anytime that ego part of you pops up and tries to say, you can't do that because you don't have anything of value to share. So that's number one. Number two, as we got to talking, um, we, I, I, something popped into my head. I said, well, what about teaching a beginner's workshop? And her eyes just lit up. And she was just from there, we went into all sorts of ideas, what we could call it, what we could have as an agenda, what she could, you know, how she could market it. We could do bring a friend, like it could be a real builder for the studio in terms of building their attendance. So of course the studio owner is going to be super psyched for her to offer this because it's a win-win and we just were on a tear. She was on a tear. And the reason I want to share this story with you is number one, if you're holding back from offering workshops, don't just, I'm here to say, just stop it. <laughs> like studios want workshops because they charge more for workshops than classes. So it's a total win-win for them to offer workshops. Number two, coming up with uh, a focus of your workshop, a title for your workshop, the marketing blurb for your workshop, the agenda for your workshop, all of that I can help you with. And it is such a huge opportunity for you to start to get your name out there, start to get yourself more exposure to the students in the studios that you work at, make more money than you're making just for your classes. I can also talk to you about the charging part of it. So just, I want to put that bug in your ear um, because it's the beginning of the year. Right now is the time to go to the studio owners where you work and start having conversations with them about this because they want to start mapping out their workshop schedule for probably the whole year. So if, if you're looking for, if you have questions about workshop creation and all of that, I want you to send me a DM on Instagram and I'm happy to set up a quick call with you and tell you a little bit more about how I can help you. This is the sort of thing that we would do in the context of my program. Um, however, I'm happy to give you like a five minute call to give you some tips and pointers to get you started. So that I wanted to talk about. Okay, now. The next thing I want to share with you might ruffle a little feather, um, right? Might ruffle some feathers, but I want you to keep in mind, I'm sharing this with you 100% in the most like supportive way, all in my goal of helping you be the most empowered yoga teacher ever. So this 
came to me out of the workshop I taught yesterday. And one of the teachers there was so courageous and being honest about how she was feeling as a teacher. And it wasn't great. Like she was sharing a lot of the things that I hear from a lot of people feeling nervous, feeling like she has to practice with her class, getting lost in her sequences. Like, I think she even said when she began to talk, oh God, Karen, everything that you said, because I had mentioned that sort of profile of a teacher, she said, everything you said, I feel, I feel anxious. I feel nervous. I wish I felt more confident and empowered. So all of what I was saying was resonating with her. And then she said, because the workshop was about sequencing, she said, and you know, I'm creating a new sequence with every single class and I'm just writing out all these notes and it's taking, taking me a lot of time. And she actually held up her journal or notebook or sequence book to the camera. And I mean, it was beautiful. It was this beautiful, it was like almost like a blueprint, like a house blueprint. It was the most meticulously drawn thing I've ever seen. And so the reason I bring that up and I won't go into any more of that conversation because I, I kind of nudged her in the direction of self-growth to kind of look at that process because I'm going to give you a metaphor before I go into a little bit about why I'm bringing this up in the first place. So I do a lot of work with entrepreneurs. I coach entrepreneurs. This is something I've done for a while. Um, I don't do it as much anymore, but prior to the pandemic, I actually was part of a nonprofit that taught uh, courses to entrepreneurs who wanted to start their own business. And even in an entrepreneurial group I'm in now, even though I don't lead that group, I hear a lot of these sorts of things from business owners all over the world. And the thing that I hear a lot, and definitely I saw when I was coaching entrepreneurs, is this sort of universal desire when you want to start a business to building a website. And like all these people thought, well, that was the first thing I have to do. I have to build the website. I have to pick the colors. I have to pick the font. I have to write the about me page. I have to do all this stuff. And in a way, I knew that it was an avoidance behavior. It was like, let me focus on that because that's really concrete because I really am terrified to focus on the meat of the business, which is whatever it is, talking to customers, putting money down and renting a place to open the smoothie shop that is your business plan or whatever it is. And that's sort of the way the mind goes. It wants to go to the stuff that we can easily and quickly do because it tricks us into feeling like we're making progress. When in actuality, the stuff over here that we aren't doing, that we're too afraid to do, that's the stuff we want to be doing to really be making real progress. And the reason I'm sharing that as a metaphor here is because as a yoga teacher, I'm just going to be straight with you. If you're spending more than 30 minutes a week, I don't mean a day, a week prepping for your classes, I'm going to suggest it's too much. If you are spending as part of the time prepping for your classes, all sorts of time using apps, using books, using journals, using notepads, using colored pencils, using all sorts of stuff to write out meticulous sequences. I'm going to gently suggest to you, it's a waste of time. If you are changing your sequence with every class, I'm going to suggest to you that you're doing that in service to a belief that you need to be doing that and you don't. And so I want you to imagine 
number one, what would it be like for you if you could get all the time back every week that you spend right now prepping for your classes? What would it be like for you if you walked into the room and simply taught from the sequence in your head and you never had to write anything down? What would it be like for you if you walked in the room and didn't have to put a mat down? What would it be like for you if you didn't have to share cues and do the sequence in order to know what comes next? It just flowed from just you knowing the sequence. All of those things are possible for you when you decouple you as a teacher from all this other stuff that is all the doing stuff. It's the same thing as the website building. All of that stuff that you're doing, which is predicated on this false belief that you have to change your class every sequence, every class, or let's say your sequence every week, that's the false belief. So all of this busyness that makes teachers feel like, oh, they're doing the right thing. Oh, I'm writing out my sequence. I have all these meticulous things I'm writing out. Oh, I'm practicing it at home. Oh, I'm writing down my cue. All of that stuff is for naught really, because in this example, which I hear over and over and over again, it doesn't solve the problem of helping you feel the way you want to feel. So that's why I'm bringing this up to you, my friend. You know, even if it did help you feel the way you want to feel, I still would have a problem with it, but it doesn't. None of these things help teachers feel the way they want to feel. So that's the proof. That is the proof that that is not helpful. And that is the sign to you that it's time to change your process. Like I know you've heard the saying, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and hoping for a different outcome, a different result. Like this could be you as a yoga teacher. If you are doing the same sequencing process over and over again, wishing it makes you feel better and you don't feel better. Well, why would you keep doing that? Because you think you have to. And I'm here to tell you, you do not fucking have to do that. You can do whatever you want. You can do whatever serves you to help you be the kind of empowered yoga teacher you deserve to be. And guess what? Your students deserve you to be that teacher too. They're waiting. They're like, hello, Bueller. They're waiting for you to be that teacher, but you're resisting for some reason. So that's the piece I wanted to share with you there. All right. So I'm going to end this one with a couple of inquiry questions. It would be amazing if you were writing your answers down for these. If you can't, I want you to just, the first thing that comes to your mind when I ask this question, I want you to just make note of the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay, you ready? I'm the kind of yoga teacher who, fill in the blank. I'm the kind of yoga teacher who. Number two. Or the next one, if I could just blank, then I know I could be a better teacher. If I could just blank, then I know I could be a better teacher. Next one, I wish I could be more blank when I teach. I wish I could be more blank when I teach. Next one. I wish I knew more about blank so I could bring more value to my students. I wish I knew more about blank 
so I could bring more value to my students. Oh, these are good. Next one. Before my classes, I wish I felt more blank. Before my classes, I wish I felt more blank. Next one. After my classes, I wish I felt more blank. Two more. I want to do more of blank in my classes. I want to do more of, or you could just say, I want to do more blank in my classes. And then the last one, I'd love to offer some blank type of classes. So I don't know, man, would I love to know what came up for you. So send me a DM if you're willing to share. So that's it for today. You know, if you are still here, I want to shout you out for sticking with the whole episode. I absolutely love it. And I want to remind you uh, of something I mentioned at the beginning, the self-care seminar for yoga teachers. I would love for you to come. It's Wednesday, January 17th, Movement Method Mindset, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Send me a DM on Instagram for the invite. All right. Can't wait to talk to you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening and namaste. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And as a special thanks, DM me the words podcast offer, and I'll share with you a special opportunity for yoga teachers who are ready to be confident and skilled and drop all that prep time, drop practicing with class, drop using the same cues over and over, and drop worrying what other people think. If this is you and you're ready to step into your most powerful, authentic way of teaching, DM me the words podcast offer on my Instagram, Bare Bones Yoga.